Ramble. Hey, Ned. Do you want to introduce this one? Like, I'm pretty sure I introduced last week, Miles. We should maybe let someone else have a turn, but no. okay. <laughs> Welcome to the tripod. I'm Ned, and with me is Keith Habersberger. Well, good morning or afternoon. As well as our producer, Miles. Hey. Today's a soft and sensual podcast because it's just me and Keith, so we're <laughs> going to have a tete-a-tete, a one-on-one, a, -tet, a, -one, a tango-ango. <laughs> wow. We're going to talk about... Mm, I don't know. Relationship advice? Marriage. We are the only married boys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're going to talk about our shared interests like Magic the Gathering. <laughs> <laughs> but we're just going to catch up. We're going to dish. You ever, you ever just dish with a, a good gal pal or guy pie? <laughs> guy pie. <laughs> what do you huh? talk about? When you're when you're having one-on-ones, you know I love hanging out in a group, but when you're one-on-one, -on -one, there's just a whole other depth of conversation, especially when your producer's listening in and chiming in along the way. Hey. I'm trying to think of what Ned, Ned and I talk about when, like, just Ned and I are talking about stuff, and mm -hmm. I think most of the time it's it's food. Yeah, we talk a lot about food. Of like, this restaurant is good. This yeah. restaurant's good. Mm -hmm. I like this restaurant. Keith, I had a breakfast taco with your chicken sauce on the eggs this morning. Oh, I had oh. a choice between yeah. tapatio, uh, another type of sauce, and chicken <laughs> sauce. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do this for my best friend, Keith. The chicken sauce is good on breakfast. It's very it good on eggs and avocado toast and all that jazz. It's delicious. So... <laughs> Have you tried any new types of food in the city lately? I, I'm really, I, I don't know if I can break out of this like smooth talking voice. Yeah. I'm just in it now. <laughs> uh, you know, I had I had an unbelievable breakfast sandwich in uh, Palm Springs last weekend. Becky and I went on a little little quick weekend getaway and we went to Ooh. this place. It's like a hotel, but it's called The Heyday, but they have a breakfast sandwich. Let me walk you through what's on this breakfast sandwich. It was massive. Go on. It is a huge <laughs> sausage patty, a... Full like hash brown, like a McDonald's style hash brown, but it was even bigger than that. It had the most beautiful fried egg. It had, uh, I think it had grilled onions, uh, uh, and ooh. it had, uh, it had something. Man, it was bonkers. It was like, mm. oh wow, Ariel on both sides of the frame. <laughs> what do we have the pleasure? Oh. If you're watching on YouTube, you get all sorts of secrets. Yeah, uh, but it was tremendous and then i also got a burger and becky got like a mushroom based burger and we ate them in the car and i ate three sandwiches mm. <laughs> three mm, sammies mm, mm, mm. That's it big. was great and then we drove home it was like the end of the trip it was such a great way to end like a nice little uh, respite mm. you know sorts. i also went on a little respite yeah respite next yeah. last week i went yeah. to mammoth lakes Ooh. california up in the Sierra Nevada mountains, the Eastern Sierras, did you know that in our backyard, not four, uh, five hours away, <laughs> there's these like beautiful mountains with lakes and trees. I did some stand up paddle boarding. Whoa, I went whoa. on a hike up a mountain, not just 
around the mountain. Wait, you paddleboarded on a lake? Wasn't it the lake freezing? Oh yeah, the lake was was frosty. <laughs> I definitely jumped up, uh, jumped off my board at one point. Why, hello, Wesley. Ooh. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. I'm having some one-on-one time with Keith, though. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Sam. I'll see you. Uh, yeah, it was cold, but you know, like I like really cold water. I I, I like it to be refreshing. You know. You never yeah. wanna you never wanna jump into like a lake and it's like too warm. I like my baths warm, but my swimming freezing. I'm the opposite. I, I like my, my pool to be very comfortable. Now I don't want it to be like hot. I don't want to walk in and be like that's the same temperature as outside, but I want it to be like I'm a, yeah, I'm I mean, use for myself a pool, I don't pool want boy. it freezing, of course. Yeah. I'd say I want my lakes freezing and I want my mm. pools cool. Because when it's hot outside, you know, it's like you, you get the sunburn. You got to rinse it off with a little cool water. It is nice. It is refreshing when you're too hot, when you're too warm. But I feel like with all this quarantine, just getting away for even just two days to a new location gives you like two months worth of mental health. Yeah, oh, yeah. It, it's definitely so important to have something to look forward to. Uh, mm-hmm. that's like what I was struggling with, especially in the first parts of the pandemic, but like, even just like, oh, I'm going to, it's just a two day trip, but it's somewhere else. And we're not even going to do anything other than maybe we'll swim in a pool and, and sit, but we're in a different environment. It feels like an escape. You can put down your phone, not look yeah. at your phone the whole day, do something else, play video games, read a book, just, just break out of the norm, you know, <laughs> right. the norm's driving You got it. Like actually marking your calendar for certain things to look forward to makes mm-hmm. the whole month leading up to it. It gives it a little air of excitement. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. I think why I like fall so much is because you're just kind of getting excited for the holidays. Yeah. They're not yeah. there yet. Yeah. It's but. all, it's all Christmas Eve, the whole kind of month. <laughs> yeah. And football starting. Oh man. I mean, can we talk about sports and coronavirus for a second i mean they're how are they goofy. gonna do it i they're, saw well, this they're doing baseball kind they're of they're doing baseball and like the entire marlins team is infected yeah and then what? they infected the phillies and now it's like <laughs> it's it's not working but i'm no, i'm very hopeful not. that that football will work because they are they're testing every single day they have these little tracking bracelets where it'll like map out if someone's tests positive all of the other people that they were close next to so that they can then be quarantined isn't that and the nba is doing the bubble thing now do you want to walk us through what the bubble is for people who might not be sports anymore? oh yeah so if you're not familiar with the sporting universe the nba is doing a bubble where all of the players are staying at this one resort in disney world in sunny <laughs> orlando california my home state and Florida. One of my favorite cities. <laughs> uh, um, they, everyone is like, like they have food that's delivered. Uh, <laughs> there was a funny tweet of one of the players posted like his sort of sad uh, room service and was like, "No way, LeBron's eating this." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they are they are completely shut off from the outside world. All I don't know, they're like. 500 players mm. so they have like a private chef at the resort i guess who's feeding them too like is yeah because they can't yeah. get takeout because that would hurt the bubble no yeah. no it's all it's like everyone the staff at the hotel all in the bubble and there's stores I mean, there's a lot too. that goes into sporting events you know but the people film it people running the yeah. the you know the stadium and 
I think they're yeah. playing to empty stadiums, but various football teams have like capacity requirements. Some are doing like 25%. The Rams right. are doing 15,000 people. What are some things you got uh, that you're looking forward to coming up, Keith? What am I looking forward to? Gosh, you know, uh, I don't know. Zach has been like floating this idea. He keeps sending me pictures of this Airbnb that's like very extravagant. Be like, we should just have the TriFam go to this Airbnb. And it's like set on a golf course and it has like this giant like pool and it looks luxurious. And I keep hitting him up and be like, are we doing this? He's like, oh yeah, I got to book it. I'm like, you got to book it or else it's going to be gone. Mm. Uh, that's something I could look forward to. Mm. I don't have anything to look forward to right now. All my look forward things happen like two weeks in advance. Becky and I are like, we got to go do something. Let's go to, um, oh, you know what? Becky's parents have a timeshare <gasps> that they can't use uh, sometime this summer that's down in Carlsbad. Ooh. Oh, uh, good caverns. I've, caverns. I've, yeah. I've never been to Carlsbad. So we might have a little weekend retreat to Carlsbad wow. sometime. Oh, now, is that going to get in, uh, an issue with your drive through Arizona plan? I thought Carlsbad was... Not in is it Arizona? Yeah, I think it's in New Mexico, but yeah. how you gonna get there? What? Maybe yeah. I, maybe it's not Carlsbad then. <laughs> maybe <laughs> I feel like it was somewhere like four hours from here. Oh, maybe in let California? me look up what I'm talking about. But Here's that's a, it. You know, little yeah. weekend trips are all that's left. Oh, and foods. You know, I have noticed that a lot mm. of my restaurants, because they have like limited service of what they're doing with their menu anyway, they're doing like different stuff. Like there's a place that used to be a fancy French cafe that's near like the 101 that's uh, like got um, got like fancy chicken sandwiches now. I'm like, ooh, they never did that before, but now they're doing that. Becky just texted me because she heard me and it's near San Diego. That's oh, our, our resident fact okay. checker, Becky from the other room. Becky's yeah, fact checker Becky, thank you. Yeah, she's right. in the other room. Thank what you, am Becky, I thinking so of? Carlsbad is a city in California. What am I? Th oh, I'm thinking of, oh, there's also a city in New Mexico. What do you feel about, we? you know, we're trying to shoot these videos. What do you feel that we create a YouTuber bubble with kind of you guys and Laura DIY, Gabby Hanna, Jake Paul, yeah. everyone kind of gets yeah. in there. We create content <laughs> together. <laughs> okay. We, and uh, sort of like some sort of a house. Yeah. Some yeah. sort of a, like, <laughs> a house with hype. Yeah, yeah like, like a, a really house. hyped up house. Yeah. yeah, a really hyped up house. Team Quarantine. I mean, we're, I am we're basically, you know, we're of kind that. of in our own Try Guys bubble. Yeah. But yeah. It, I mean, it's, it would be way better if we were just living in a hotel at Disney World. <laughs> I've been thinking, what, you know, should we just get a commune? You know, should we go like five hours away from here where things are cheap and buy five houses in a row mm -hmm. and build a pool between all those five houses and just <laughs> build a fence around those five houses and be like, this is where we live now. And we'll yeah. open a little little convenience store will be our own society yeah hey you know? that's a great i've always i feel like that's the goal for any like i've always just wanted to live in a little commune with a bunch yeah. of bros we'll roast <laughs> pigs we'll yeah. grow carrots it'll right. be great i feel like gardening you do all this work and then it yields like one salad <laughs> <laughs> like i've been getting into gardening recently I've been getting crafty. I built a third garden box with some leftover wood from my deck. Real dead on a Saturday Ooh. afternoon. Very <laughs> good. But I planted a whole bunch of tomato plants, whole, a little bit of strawberries, a little bit of mm. lettuce, a little bit of artichokes. And the lettuce, it's like, it's like I, I harvest it and I take the entire plant and then it's just like one salad. 
<laughs> the tomatoes, I guess there's a fair amount of tomatoes, but I feel like I'm just doing all this work and then the amount that I actually get to eat. Now, it's, it's rewarding eating, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Real like harvesting the fruits of your labor. You should do a video where you only eat from your garden for a week and see if you can Ooh, eat. I, that like, would, I would, That's a good that idea. Would not do, uh, there's, there's not enough calories that I'm growing <laughs> yeah. right now. <laughs> I would last three days, okay. harvest everything. Then I would just be on to eating Serrano peppers. What if you bought a few chickens? Yes. Now, that's, now we're getting interesting. Now yeah. we're getting like, if our commune is really going to have to run. I mean, that's what I always think about with moon bases. They have to be self-sustaining with like little biodomes and uh-huh. like yeah. a whole bunch of plants that are producing oxygen. Aren't we doing a moon base? Isn't that something that... Is this like a Try Guys thing? Yeah. No, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The, the <laughs> yeah. NASA. I've got to look forward to. Yeah. The moon base. <laughs> our moon base. <laughs> we, we'd like to formally announce we're doing a moon base. <laughs> it's going to be huge. I would love to go to space. I, I, you know, I think that that must be the coolest experience ever to look at Earth from not earth you know it's so freaky it it must be like the coolest thing i mean i hear that astronauts have like a a crippling like depression when they come back because they're like what's it all what's it all mean yeah what's it matter (laughs) who who cares if the male shows up late today i'm just an ant on a ball in space and nothing matters anymore that's uh, (laughs) that's really a a real tough concept to wrap your mind around Yeah. yeah i even feel that a little bit when you just like look at a sunset or yeah, a mountain, right? some any landscape mm-hmm. where you kind of get a sense of the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. It's it's it it's very humbling. You feel like you're just so small. If there was a mission that was like you can go to Mars, <clears throat> Ned, your you, you guys and your families, they'll send you to mm-hmm. Mars, but you can't come back. But you'll be part of the first Mars colony. Would you go? Whoa, no, it sounds miserable. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I think it would be pretty tough. You guys think quarantine is bad? <laughs> That's just right, quarantine. Yeah, try being on Mars. <laughs> you, if, no... you, if you go outside, you will die. Yeah, there's no Chipotle. There's no. You know, Red yeah. Robin, yum. Well, nothing. <laughs> yeah. No chain restaurants. Eat the menu. No rocks. chain re- Well, yeah. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> like, what am I they supposed send to you eat out the menu? To... What Ned's grown? <laughs> yeah. They say you can go to Mars, but you have to open up a Chipotle franchise. And yeah, <laughs> I'm in. The yeah. first Chipotle the on Mars. Operators. Pretty good. Yeah, I don't know how many people would have to live on the Mars colony for me to consider going. And like, what's their deal? You know, like, are they cool? Are they cute? Are they fine? Huh? Yeah, just populate <laughs> Mars with a bunch of hot guys, hot girls having yeah, a good time. Then it's a good time. Like right. an MTV Spring Break Mars. <laughs> you remember? Yeah, I, the, I, that's something like this current generation won't have. I mean, they have their TikTok. They have all the cool stuff. They can see people having a good time. They can see people at the Hype House, but they can never see a group of 18 to 20-somethings on some beach somewhere for MTV's <sighs> Spring Break where they're in a pool having concerts, having a great time, and like we all watch it from our, our homes being like, man, that looks like the greatest time ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Watching those MTV little clips just it put an idea in all of our minds as as this like idyllic spring break. Mm-hmm. And then, did you ever have an experience where you're in college or something and you actually have that spring break? And it's you're like, wait, this isn't quite what it was promised to be. <laughs> okay, so I went to Florida for my, my my freshman year. I went to Florida for my spring break and I hung out with my friend Ryan. He went to the University of Central Florida. 
Uh, and we went there and we like, we're in Atlanta for a couple of days. And then we went to like, I don't know, some, one of the panhandle beaches, um, which is like the panhandle is much more dirty South than Orlando <laughs> oh, yeah. is. And I remember that we, we went and we had like as close to one of those as I could. Cause like we went to the beach, we made some friends with people. We went to like a house party with those people Everybody got too drunk, and then we went home the next morning. Yeah. And that was like as close as I've gotten. And it was not, there was no rapper on the beach. There were no like, you know, there weren't, you know, there were, nobody was playing a thong song. There weren't a bunch of thongs everywhere. That's what you're led to believe, that everyone only wears thongs. Uh, nobody wears thongs <laughs> to the beach. I went to Brazil for the World Cup several years back, and that's someplace where everyone does wear thongs. Oh. It, it, it's just, it's commonly accepted. That's just a very normal thing to wear. I mean, when we were in um, Miami, there were thongs. That's true. The thong question. <laughs> thong question were. is high. Good. I, I don't know why thongs aren't more acceptable for men. I mean, like, I, I, I got yeah. a good booty. I'm willing to show it off. Mm-hmm. How would it? Okay, mm. Ned eats everything from his garden while wearing a thong. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the very least, it's a viral TikTok. Do you guys? I mean, that's a good point. Like you're talking about spring break. Did you ever have a moment when you were young where you're like, "I'm living the, I'm living the break. I'm living the OC. I'm, I'm like, I'm doing that thing." Or maybe in college. Oh like yeah, more I definitely college. did. I think probably about 2010. Ariel and I had just started dating. We rented. <laughs> a bright red Ford Mustang <laughs> on a trip to California, Whoa. USA, nice. where we didn't live. And our plan was to drive up the Pacific Coast <laughs> Highway, this beautiful highway yeah. curving around cliffs, just hugging the curves, <laughs> mm-hmm. just seeing the seagulls go squawk, squawk, squawk. Yeah, yeah. Crashing waves, sea lions going, <laughs> <laughs> Sea and just That's so weird. romantic. What? <laughs> yeah. Sea lions really are getting into the animal noises here. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had a bright red Ford Mustang convertible, my dream car as oh. a kid. And we didn't even pay for it. They were like, oh, it's just sitting here. Do you want a free upgrade? And we're like, uh, <laughs> oh yes. God. Our very first day, I crest over a hill just cruising 80 miles an hour and i see a police car then it then it passes me and i say oh no i think the speed limit is not 80 miles an hour on this road and very slowly the police car turns around puts its lights on i was like oh oh no how would they know going the opposite direction i you know i should have contested it but they would have made me show up to court using his gun while driving and then doing the subtractive math to find out how fast you were going not a chance Mm -hmm. no chance (laughs) not a chance (laughs) police officers do not have to go to college just saying. Oh, no. <laughs> Just saying. That's look, there fired. are studies that correlate that um, you know, the the more where police officers ha- require college education, they have like way lower police brutality, way lower incidents. Mm. I think it would be a simple thing. I'm not saying that college solves everybody's problems, but I think it, we have some studies that prove maybe it's a better idea. Just saying. Just throwing it I out think there. that's there a great go. idea. I certainly did not appreciate paying a $350 ticket, yeah. which to a 22-year-old and even that's, to that's a 33-year-old is yeah. that's a little more money than you're, yeah. you're wanting to spend on your cool early 20s vacation. But we oh, still yeah. had a great time. 
Mm-hmm. Although speeding, speeding tickets are annoying, but you can kind of like, you know, it's your fault. Parking tickets like mm-hmm. in Chicago were the worst because sometimes they just they just got you. Like like there's like a lot of uh, Cubs parking in different neighborhoods where like on a Cubs game, you can't park there after mm-hmm. five. But if you aren't inherently familiar with a Cubs schedule, you don't know that you can't park there so you'll turn on some street and it'll say you know there's one sign on one part of the street and it applies to the whole block and Uh. you won't see it and you'll park and then within within 15 minutes you will have a ticket (laughs) and five minutes after that they'll tow the car what like they're harsh and i there was a time where i mean cub games are crazy there's a lot of people in the streets so i lived on a cub street and we had these little paper inserts you'd put in your car and that would be like, hey, I'm, I live here or you, you have a guest so you can get them by. So I had a friend, I parked his car and I forgot to put the sheet in it, but I remembered oh, no. like at 5.05 and I ran down with the sheet, but it was too late. He already got a ticket. However, at that point, I removed the ticket. I put the thing into his car. And I was like, well, Ooh. at least it's not getting towed. It got towed what? after the what? fact. And oh, I had no. to go to court and contest and be like, by the time, and I took uh, a picture. I did everything right. I took a picture and sent a text. So I had a timestamp that I had that I had put the, the paper in, but ooh, I had to go to the court and ooh. be like, you guys came and you towed a car that was legal. Like, I, I, I pay the ticket. That's fine. But I will not pay the impound fee and I will not pay that. And like, and we won. <laughs> Like I had to get it. Yeah. The police. Wow. They, you're a hero. I've always wanted to do that <laughs> i approached what... the bench with photos <laughs> your said, honor here is, here is my uh like item a is the the photo of this <laughs> item b is a timestamp of me sending it it was a legal car you guys were wrong to tell me mm-hmm. fuck you <laughs> whoa did you say i rest my case no but i did like uh the police officer who was there to contest me i was like i did say like how dare you <laughs> How like they were wrong and he showed up to contest me i'm like it's wrong i've got photos you're lying he lied and i was like you're lying in court Uh, i bet what they do is they just he saw the like the first ticket and then they just mm -hmm. call the tow truck and then the car's still there five minutes later they just tow it yeah but it was a legal car so the tow people didn't expect keith to slip in there with the paper expect me to get there but i was also like i've made a point to the course like it's not fair to ticket and tow because you're like you're basically triple charging people because you get the tow fee and then the imp like the other fee and the ticket i'm like you guys just tow it or just ticket it because you know that you're basically forcing somebody to pay three fees when you do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, definitely have paid the triple threat before. Oh, no, I had to do it on my fun. own. <laughs> I not definitely got towed in Hollywood in my first year and had to do the same thing. And it was, it, and it's like, it's sequential bad news, right? First you see the ticket and you're like, oh no, $150. <laughs> then you get to the, the towing facility and the mm-hmm. impound fee. Oh no. Two hundred and fifty dollars, and then you pay the tow fee, and you're like, "Oh no!" <laughs> yeah, it's just three hundred dollars. I I left Becky's car on in front of our apartment building, and it got towed once, and I had to go down, and it was like such an ordeal, oh. and, and also it was like so buried in their lot so it took me i had to wait for 30 minutes for them to shuffle the cars around to get <laughs> our car out me and my friends when we were like 24 we came up with this what we thought was a brilliant app idea we were like what if we created an app that had a real-time marketplace 
for parking spots. So anytime you're about to leave your spot, you list it and then someone circling the area just finds it, pays you $2 for it, and then like comes in. That would be huge. You get the yeah. perfect spot every time, don't have to spend dozens of minutes circling for parking. Wasn't that your 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 pitch during the Shark Tank, I believe. What oh, was, it, what was, was it that really? I think so, yeah. <laughs> but you had a funny name for it. It was like Park It. Yeah. Or, yeah, I think it was Park It, which was not a good name. Park, but 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 like Park It as in park your car. Yeah. Park It as in it's a market. market. Park It as in parquet. <laughs> well, parquet what's that? Actually, Why, is what is that? Like what that is now. <laughs> Chicago does have some sort of, or they did at some point have had like an app that would show you on uh, like open meter spots. Mm. Um, well, speaking of spots that need taking, um, people often email us in uh, uh, to take and take up a spot in our inbox, um, asking hmm. questions. Wallace <laughs> <to laughs> transition. Yeah, asking, asking questions to the to the number one guys on the web, my bosses, and um, <laughs> they they uh, somebody here wrote in and they've got a question. Um, Keith, can I get a fake name for this person, please? Oh, Albatross Johnson. Albatross Johnson wrote in. And Albatross Johnson said, hey, my name is Albatross Johnson. If you guys are reading this, before I get to my problem, I want to say I listen to the tripod so much that I consistently have Miles' theme song stuck in my head. Oh, my God. Wow. So nice. Um, Anyway, uh, to what I need advice on, uh, (laughs) I'm the second oldest in my family, uh, 15. I have one older sister and two younger sisters. We are three years apart. We're all homeschooled, so we spend a lot of time together. My older sister just graduated high school and is moving out. She used to be the one... Um, she used to be the main entertainer, come up with games and activities and more fun things to do. Now that she's going to leave, I'm going to be the oldest in the house. So now I have my younger sisters come to me for games and activities to do. Mm. I figured mm-hmm. you guys might have some ideas on how to entertain them in a way that would be fun for me as well. BTW, you guys can always make me laugh even after a long day. And I know I'm not the only one. Keep doing what you guys do best. Thank you so much. Huh? Well, I mean, Ned, you're probably coming up with a lot of games and activities for... A toddler, which oh, is yes. not exactly the same as uh, probably, you know, preteens, but maybe there's some, you know, cross activity that could work. I mean, I think a really fun one is setting up an obstacle course and then timing yourself. We've <laughs> set up Baby Ninja Warrior. I love that. And like Wes climbs over little pillows, like climbs up and down things. And then at the end, he like flops onto pillows. Mm. That one's really fun. I made a lot of games in high school that were basically just different versions of tennis with whatever I had some specifically a game called tennis shoe and you <laughs> took a shoe and you'd put your hand in it in any way that you wanted to hold the shoe but you hit a lacrosse ball back and forth and it was basically tennis but you had to use the shoe but what was fun about it is I would normally put the shoe like let me let me get a shoe your shoe would be like this and a lot of people would play like this right you just stick your hand in like this and you play like that but I did it instead I put my hand through, I loosened these laces and threw my hand like this oh. so that I was wearing it kind of like this and I would backhand it and I could oh. punch it. So it gave me like two different ways to hit oh, the ball. Wow. And that changed mm. the game. Once I started playing like that, everybody was playing like that. Huge. We also played a game called Shalf, which is like Frisbee golf, but uh. instead of a Frisbee, you just kick your shoe as far as you can. <laughs> uh, but it was... 
Dude Perfect All Sports Shoe Battle. It was really fun. We played it at my college, actually, and we would play on the quad. We'd have like five people just kicking their shoe (laughs) as hard as they could. And then, of course, you had to walk without one of your shoes to get to your shoe. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. uh, But it was a good game. We played it all over the campus. Shelf was big. In high school... Uh, we got very into a game that we created called Tri-Ball, which was we took three tether balls, foreshadowing, yeah, tied sweet. them together. Yeah, right, Tri-Ball. Uh, this was a, for Tri, the three. T-R-I. Uh, yeah, three tether balls, pushed them together, and then it was sort of like a soccer meets rugby type of game where um, you could... Uh, you could. It was a full contact game that we played at lunch in high school. Don't know how we got away with that, but with tether ball, with three tether balls, yeah. Were they on their poles or were they off the poles? No, no, they were off the poles, tied pretty close together. Oh. So it just oh, kind of so looks it was like, like a, a cluster ball. Yeah, thing. a cluster ball. So it was really, if you kicked it, it didn't really go that well. Right. It kind right. of was. It was really more of a scrum. So you would mm-hmm. like you could try and pass it to people. Uh, or you would just kind of like drag it with your foot and try and like push people forward. Uh, and then a whole group of people would try and push people forward. The, really, the only rule was you weren't allowed to, uh, you weren't allowed to pick it up and throw it except for mm. certain circumstances. So really, that wasn't even a hard and fast rule. But we, there was a whole, like we had different, we had membership cards if you were part of the, oh, wow. the Tribal Club. Oh, nice. Pe- pe- somebody printed off membership <laughs> cards. And uh, yeah, I mean, can't isn't there anything better than, you know, at lunchtime in high school, just getting really, really sweaty and then just staying in your own sweat and stink uh, staying in your clothes the whole yeah. afternoon of classes? <laughs> yeah. So there, here's a really fun activity. And now I'm not the inventor of this activity, but I think people should try it at one point in their life. It's fun. It is involves crafts and it involves playtime. And that is uh, LARPing. <gasps> creating uh, foam yes. medieval weapons and fighting your friends with them. Oh, I always wanted to try this. I did it in high school, and I was I was referred to as our our group of friends foam smith, <sighs> which is a blacksmith. I made a lot of weapons. Uh, I enjoyed the process of the crafting of it. Basically, you'd buy a PVC pipe, you cut it to the right size, mm-hmm. then you'd have to put this this sort of initial foam on it, and then you'd use. Sort of like it's the foam you put under your sleeping bag if you're going camping. It's just like a blue mm. foam pad that's like that thick. You'd cut it into strips and you'd put the strips over and over and over until you have something that is like a thick ass sword. And then you wow. put uh, duct tape or electrical tape or something to make a hilt mm-hmm. for your, wow. your sword. And, right. some people, and then I made some that had like pommels and stuff, made daggers, made spears, which were like really long. And I'd put a, a pool noodle across the middle of it. And then it, you'd take a half... Uh, a sod and half Nerf football and put that as the tip. Oh, wow. So everything was always soft and I made Brilliant. shields out of boogie boards with like bed foam on it. I had an arsenal of stuff and then we would, on the weekends, like people would come over and we'd, I had all these woods, right? So we could create these things. We could create like take the hill type battles, like other things and we kept a sort of chart of who was currently the king of the land. That's and awesome. And the properties. So on Casey, my neighbor's property, she had her country. Uh, so we would have like countries on the different properties and you'd take them over and we'd create different battles and different teams of battles. It was so much fun. And it was a way for us to get exercise without thinking about getting exercise because swing sword fighting. Yeah. Even with something that only weighs like three to five pounds, 
exhausting. <laughs> it's not like a sword oh, yeah. that's like 10 pounds or something, but it, you know, waving something around that's three pounds uh, after 15 minutes, that's, that's tiring. How long did you, uh, well, have you ever done the LARPing video? The Dry Guys, have we ever done one? No. We've no. talked about it, um, but we've never actually gone through with it. We'd, we'd love to do one where we go somewhere and like, strangely enough, it's a thing that like in the deep south, a lot of people do of all the places <laughs> to LARP, you, but there's like camping retreats. Just fireworks and foam swords. Hundreds of people come together and they do big wars with foam weapons. And then at night, they all like have campfires and they drink and have a good time. And then the next morning, they do it again. Seems like the greatest event ever. <clears throat> so good. Oh, and there's wizards. <laughs> there's different. There's like, really? I think the one of the way you went was Amp Guard is the name of the, the, the rule set. Mm -hmm. And there were wizards and they had like little foam balls and they would have to like, they have to recite a certain chant and throw it. And if you get hit with the foam ball, that thing would happen. There were archers. We did have a bow and arrow where like we mm -hmm. put, you put big foam tips on a, like a Nerf bow and arrow basically, mm -hmm. or you just buy a Nerf bow and arrow set. Those right. worked great. Oh, that's uh, it was so, so fun. fun. I want to do that. <laughs> that sounds uh, yeah, awesome. Damn. Would you play in character? Would you be like, my name is Keith the Great? Oh yeah, I was, I was Sir Keith. Sir Keith. Sir Keith the Great, of course, but Sir <laughs> Keith for short. And my friend Hank, he was uh, Grey Boggin because he wore a gray toboggan hat. Grey Boggin. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's who he was. And then we all had like different different little aliases and we, we'd switch weapons so like everyone could get a chance to fight with different types of stuff. But Hank, who's Grey Boggin, typically fought with a spear. Mm. Uh, I typically had a shield and sword, short sword. Uh, my friend Zach had like a broadsword, or I made him a huge like mace. We also made flails. Like it was. <laughs> Did people have it was shields? Very fun. Yeah. So I had a shield. Uh, I made shields. Most people, you have to make shields out of wood for mm -hmm. it. But we were kids; we could do whatever we want. So I just made shields out of boogie boards, which oh, were nice. so much lighter and so much more versatile to use. Um, but still, like put belt straps on both sides. I heard that the rules arm. for He's that good. game, if you like, if someone pokes you in the leg, you have to then just hop, yeah. right? And if someone pokes you in the arm, you have to put it behind your back. Yeah, and typically yeah. a death is getting hit in the torso mm. or losing two limbs. Oh. But we would play like limbs or as long as you still got the torso <laughs> and, and one arm, you're alive. <laughs> wow. So we'd have times where everyone was like, you're on your knees with one. You're just trying to defend yourself as like a Monty Python-esque uh, <laughs> yeah. knight. How many people would you play with? We'd play with anywhere from just two of us to six of us. Yeah. And then we had like, there were friends from Cookville, Tennessee, who like introduced it to us and they drove down every so often and they would come hang out with us. So it was, so the most we ever had was maybe 12 people, mm -hmm. uh, which was obviously chaos yeah. uh, because there's so many people <laughs> and you couldn't turn your back, you know. I feel it was fun. You could probably we could probably do like instead of starting a dodgeball team against like a different group of YouTubers, the Try Guys staff could fight like Good Mythical Morning. You could LARP against Good Mythical. They would morning. probably be down. Yeah. They yeah. would be down. GMM would be down. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> that reminds me of in Boy Scouts doing like massive capture the flag games oh. where it would be like you know like half a mile long of the course. You're almost like just trying yeah. trying to sneak through and explore. Uh, and just like you know, thirty people mm -hmm. all running around the woods. It's, it's really chaos, yeah. really. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like just let a whole bunch of teenage boys out into the woods. 
we got three southern boys here right now. We all know how yeah. that was like. You could just let a, like fifteen boys in the woods. And like it'll probably be fine. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we used to play a game that was just called like Juggernaut, and the goal was like there's two teams. We're trying to get the ball over there. There's no rules other than that. You can tackle each other. You can hit each other. You just try to get the ball across the field. Yeah, it sounds just like introductory <laughs> rugby. Just like rugby yeah. with one rule. <laughs> yeah. Just uh Try and get the ball across. Yeah. My favorite was Tackle Loco, where <laughs> basically whoever has the ball, everyone tries to tackle that person. <laughs> so once the ball comes out, you try and like get it and like you're like running like crazy. Ah! And while a crowd of people chase you. Ultimate Frisbee. Oh, excellent. Oh, yeah. Game. I was excellent. W- game. Were you on a team? Were you on teams? No. So I know ne- my school didn't have uh, enough people interested. But when I went to like, weirdly enough, every time I went to like a music camp, so mm-hmm. if it was like a month-long music camp or even just a weekend-long music camp, muse- band kids love Ultimate Frisbee. Yeah. So there were <laughs> always plenty of people doing pickup games and we'd divide into teams and we'd yeah. play. I broke my hand playing Ultimate Frisbee on my birthday. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, I, f- I was doing the throw-off at the beginning of like the game and that kid was running from behind me and I followed through into his forehead and it broke my oh, hand. Oh, no. my God. So someone on your own team. It was my own team, yeah. And he was like short and I was tall. So And when I followed through it just perfectly hit him right square in the forehead oh gosh it, it, it broke was he okay finger. too oh. he was okay he had a knot on his hand on his head uh but the doctor was actually like it's actually good that you hit him in the forehead anywhere else would have been really devastating for him because it would have yeah. been an eye a nose teeth uh, or throat right, right? so all oh, of those God. things if it broke my hand would have probably yeah broken something of him as well I, I love ultimate frisbee so much i'm watching highlights is so impressive because it's just oh, they'll throw oh it gosh. and it seems like there's nobody there it's like how what that was a terrible throw where is that and then someone just breaks out of nowhere puts their hands <laughs> way so up fun. just like lays out for it yeah grabs it, was, it touchdown the best game it was so fun and it's a tall person sport for sure uh it's like People always were like, Keith, you should play basketball. I'm like, I'm not good at basketball, but ultimate Frisbee. Now that's where my height would win because I could be like, just throw it up in the air. I'll get it. (laughs) I've recently tried to get back into golf because I've noticed that my body is slowly breaking down. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's fine. It's fine. I'm actually in the better shape than I ever have been. But I'm like, I'm just... If I do like big contact sports, I know as I get older and older, it's just going to be that much harder (laughs) Mm -hmm. to stay healthy. But like golf, like my grandpa played it in like in his his 70s. You can play it forever. (laughs) I definitely would go play a game of golf. Really? You want to? Yeah, I would. It would be great. (laughs) I did like I was interested in golf when I was like 12 yeah, or maybe even younger and I really wanted to do it but in Tennessee there was only like one golf course one driving range so I went like once or twice with a friend and then I just sort of fell out of it as I became more into music mm-hmm. um, but it, it you know I, I get it I love I love mini golf right and every yeah. golf game ends putt, with mini putt. golf every every hole ends with mini golf right you just right. putt so I, I would there would be at least 18 to 20 moments where I and I'm saying that because I'm probably not going to get every putt in the first putt you know I'm probably going to get a two stroke on some putts right you know <laughs> but it it seems so fun and I'm just always wishing we could do that dude perfect all sports battle on behind the looks so oh, fun. it looks so just, fun yeah. even if, we if you guys make a haven't video, seen this it. it's a <laughs> series that dude perfect does where they uh they'll go on, like on a golf course say and instead of using golf balls they use all sports 
Any, anything. An archery, bow mm-hmm. and arrow. Frisbee. Uh, you might Football. like have a bowling ball, hurling a basketball across or Javelin. punting a... <laughs> yeah, uh, like they get very creative with the types of sports they do, and you still have to try and get it in the hole as yeah. quickly as possible. Of course, uh, yeah, that that sounds like a really fun. I mean, it's fun to watch, but it, it would also be fun to do. I, it would just be fun to do. Like, I don't need to play. I don't need it to be a video. I just want to go do it. It just looks like a great time, mm-hmm. and you get you know you're not. What I like about it is that it doesn't require you to have one skill base. Like if you're really good at kicking a ball, well, at least you can do that sometimes. Mm-hmm, Whereas mm-hmm. like if golf, you just have to be very, very good at golfing. <laughs> but the all sorts battles like, well, I can do I can kind of throw a football. OK, I can kick a soccer ball pretty well. And I bet I assume I could shoot a bow and arrow far. Probably not accurate, but at least far. Golf, I have these beautiful wooden clubs that were my grandfather's and he's wow. dead now. But I, I honor his memory by by using his clubs they're these ornate, you know, almost antiques. They're, they're just gorgeous. <laughs> and I, I'm telling my friends about how much golf means to me because it's connected with my memories of, mm. of my Nanu. And uh, I walk up to hit the ball, just like really just feeling everything about that connection. And I immediately shank it into the woods. <laughs> There's a lot of just like you hit a ball. It does not go where you want it to. Yeah. You hear a loud crash and you're like, fuck. But I like it because you get to drive a little car. You get to uh-huh. sip on alcohol. What the other sports time? do you get to drive a tiny car in? Right. Like only tiny car based sports like yeah. go-kart racing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I like these sports where half of it is about leisurely hanging out and drinking. And I think mm-hmm. that is like a good sport for adults, you know, as a nice Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Like uh, the, the softball game where every run counts for one, but every beer also counts for one, <laughs> rendering the game nearly yeah. pointless. Although... <laughs> The other team drinks too much. You can rack up a lot of runs. Yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, we actually, Ned, um, I just emailed you. uh, It looks like we got in an ad read for the middle of the podcast, which this doesn't usually happen, but I just emailed you the copy. So if you could just read that copy and, you know, take your own spin on it, but you can read it as verbatim as possible. All right. All right. Hey, I'm internet superstar and resident dad, Nedward Elizabeth Fulmer. Mm-hmm. I'm so insanely excited about this next announcement. <laughs> mm-hmm. Can I can I take that again, Miles? I yeah, you can take of, it again. Just take as much it. time as you need and really okay. juice. I love like, a good announcement. Yeah, like, ju- juice it up and you can juice it up. Yeah. Okay, okay, thanks. Okay. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I am so insanely <laughs> excited about this next announcement. Yeah. Guess what? Still listening? Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> what uh, what sponsor is this? Yeah, I just keep reading probably. Everything I've worked on up until this point was all working towards a single point. <laughs> this one amazing moment where creativity, yeah. charm, mm-hmm. sexiness, mm-hmm. and good looks combine into a single point. Yeah. 100%, 10 out of 10. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Let's give it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Like I'm excited so far. Yeah, what could it be? Sponsor. I don't know. It's, I'm excited okay. about it. All right. Um, <clears throat> Albert Einstein, Charlie D'Amelio, Jake Paul, Demi Lovato, 
Miles Bonsignore. Yeah. All of these people now have merch. Yeah, baby. We have. Whoa! <laughs> look at that! Oh, my oh God. wow! Miles. Cool! <laughs> cool! Yeah, we, that's we right. have an amazing new piece of merch the Miles Nation official t shirt in two different styles. Yeah. Wow. So exciting. Uh-huh. I love Miles so much. Yeah. He is my son and a dear friend. <laughs> yeah. So to him, I say. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> wow, Ned, thank you so much. Uh, you know, everybody, we've been working since the beginning to get this to happen. Wow. People made their own merch, brought them to the tour shows, and uh, wow, we, I couldn't be more excited. I have We got merch now. It's in the freaking store, tryguys.com. Two different styles. With Ned, I mean, with Ned's blessing right there, I think wow. he's telling you unfoundedly that, you know, just cop, cop the merch. It's exciting. It's very cool. It's my handwriting. It's a triceratops. So headphones and sunglasses. And the Triceratops is gnarly. Yeah, looking. it's wild looking. He's got a beak. Yeah, he's got he's got a beak. If you're this is the one style that's got a beak on white. And then we got like a Gucci kind of streetwear style mm-hmm. where it's up on that the, one's classy. Yeah, this is a classy one. I here. mean, you know, if there's one word I have to describe it, it's really mm-hmm. just ten out of ten. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like I'm proud of that copy. I'm, I'm very proud of that. I mean, it's a cool shirt. Uh, I love the logo. I love the the look of the Triceratops. It reminds me that so we have our you know our Triceratops we have mm-hmm. on all of the other merch, but we were very close to doing a different looking Triceratops for our entire brand. And this uh-huh. isn't like that mm. necessarily, but it's it's a lot more similar. It was a circle Triceratops head logo that we were going with. Yes. So this Miles Nation merch is sort of derived from that, but made to look mm. a little more like a real living triceratops that would wear sunglasses and and dope headphones. It's got band T energy, I would say. It does. Mm -hmm. Miles, tell the Miles Nation, Mm -hmm. how did you, uh, how did this design come about? How did this beautiful ad copy that I read uh, (laughs) kind of get got pranked with uh, yeah come about. A- absolutely a prank a gif whatever you want to call it but um <laughs> uh yeah so uh when people have been requesting the merch for a while and the boys were very proud to present uh this t-shirt so kaylin and i worked on the design um and i thought i want it to be freaking radical and i want it to be a little headphone wearing sunglass guy like me but also be triceratops like in the freaking universe and it's my handwriting miles nation right there and I was very inspired by it. It's very sweet and kind that people were kind of making their own merch and stuff like that. And that's so cool and very exciting. And I really appreciate all those people who kind of did that. And now we we got the official stuff right here. Miles, is that the shirt that I was wearing yesterday that you took from me? Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Keith was, <laughs> Keith was wearing this on, on, on set. I said... Give me that, baby. I got to wear it on the uh, podcast. Can I have that? I don't have one. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to give it back sure. to you. Don't you worry. I'm going to pay a full retail for it. Uh, don't oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. I, wow. I don't yeah. have to do that. Yeah, That's well, amazing. I figure let's get it. Let's get the ball rolling. <laughs> get those, the volume, sales volume up. Yeah, well, exactly. That's great, Miles. Mm-hmm. Thank you for this beautiful copy. Of course. Uh, yeah. And everyone listening, support the show. Mm-hmm. Show your support. Be part of the Miles Nation. Get the t-shirt at tryguys.com. Oh, my God. What are you? Did you just yeah, hit whoa the, on hit us? The, I hit the whoa on him. Wow. 
Um, my middle name's Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you can get it right now at tryguys.com. There's actually only a limited inventory. <laughs> oh, Hell available. yeah. Blow it out of the water, um, baby. <laughs> we weren't sure how many we're going to sell, and we wanted to kind of be a little cautious out the gate. So, yeah, um, this is kind of a formal so, apology. You know, proof. <laughs> Prove me wrong and and show that Miles is um, Mm -hmm. right for this beautiful idea of a Uh, (laughs) t-shirt. Hashtag prove him wrong. Get that trending. No, Um, no, no no, need for that. No need for that. No, Um, no. Get it while you can get it. Demi Lovato Mm -hmm. um, has merch too. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look, if we sell out of the thousand shirts, Ned told me we're doing mugs, water bottles, beer coos. We're going to do. I I did not. What's that? I did not say that. Beach balls. What's that? It's still a work in progress, but maybe we can get custom slides with my face (laughs) on them. Throw the Triceratops away. Just a bad pick of my face. Like on the sole of the shoe so no one even sees it? Yeah, it's just for you to know. (laughs) Slide your feet right onto Miles' face. Yeah, you can stand. (laughs) Kick me in the head every single day. Well, there's a lot of good stuff on tryguys.com. Make sure you're Mm -hmm. checking it out. Lots of new merch always drops um, and uh, some cute shirts there. You know, we're we're winding down Mm -hmm. here. You know, uh, we sure we sure do miss our, our boys. Zach is on a nice little birthday retreat trip right now. Eugene, as you know, is in Korea. Uh, but oh, is that a soundbite from Eugene? <laughs> Keith. <laughs> but you know, we're we're all spread out. We're all trying to take. Uh, I'm I'm glad Zach is able to take this little birthday break. Mm-hmm. He's a stressed little boy. He's always a stressed boy. He's <laughs> always worrying about something. So it's nice that he can take a few days and just enjoy some nature. Mm-hmm. But he has still been emailing at night because he's a stressed little boy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know, we all we all need guidance. Sometimes we gave yeah. you some ideas of how to spend your time, whether it be LARPing or kicking your shoe across a field. But maybe that doesn't solve your problem. Maybe your problem needs some special advice from our mm-hmm. resident expert advice man, mm-hmm. Miles Bonsignore. This is advice that'll go for Miles with Miles Bonsignore. It's advice that'll go for Miles. Tune into your radio station. It's advice that'll go for Miles. Everyone get ready, Miles Nation. Miles Nation, go. Advice that'll go four miles. Advice that'll go four miles. What's up, Miles Nation? How's everyone doing tonight? Woo! Love you, Miles. Have you ever wanted to heat up your buns? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Have you ever wanted to get a little spicy? In your eyes. Oh, no, no, nope. Hmm? No. Get on down to the marketplace, Ned. Okay. Get a little taste of worldwide delish, and it'll turn you into the king among queens. That all the people in your village are gonna say, "Go DJ, go DJ, go." I've always dreamed of that moment. Yeah, I really would love to be in a spontaneous like everybody's dancing to choreography they somehow know, like in a yeah. lot of like '90s sitcoms. Kimchi. Oh, I do love kimchi. 
Get a bucket of kimchi from your local Korean market and put it on everything. Fuck it. Eggs, beef, pig, sandwich, water, tea, Mm. ice cream, latte. No, a lot of the last (laughs) ones really didn't work for Mm -hmm. me, but Uh uh, pig sandwich is a very funny (laughs) phrase. <laughs> I went to the Korean market and boy uh, this is a two uh, this advice is a two farter because yeah. the the Korean market is a blast and a half. They had fun panda snacks that I don't normally eat and I did and it was intimidating to be there. <laughs> it is a totally different grocery store. I mean it just like this like 50% of the brands at least are things you've never seen before oh, if yeah. you've only gone to your normal uh, typical grocer. But yeah, it's awesome. The one that I go to has a freaking food court. It has five food stalls oh. in the grocery store, Oof. and they have like Korean barbecue. Mm-hmm. They have like uh like a, a Korean soup place, and it's like this is awesome. And they have like ice cream, so mm-hmm. great. That le- left half of the store is just a food court, and then the right half of the store is stuff. And then the produce, my God, the produce is affordable, Oof. baby. It is cheaper produce. I love it. Oh yeah, and I found that like it was an adventure. There's so many things. I was like, uh-huh. what is this? Shrimp crackers? Get them. I want those. Mm-hmm. And the kimchi, I found that like kimchi is supposed to be really good for you right mm-hmm. yeah so i got a big I bucket so. of kimchi and i've been reeking for the past week because i sarah and i dusted off the like a big tub in four days it was we how many ounces you think 32 64 uh i don't want it was probably more than 64 i think it was 64 or more it was like this size tub and we dusted that puppy off we made kimchi fried rice we made kimchi uh. Um, uh, kimchi noodles and stuff. It was, it, oh, man. I mean, it was a blast. Making me hungry now. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah kimchi's brother. good. Yeah. I love kimchi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kimchi is a good time. But my thought, but essentially just go to the Japanese Asian market or whatever because you think you know groceries, but mm-hmm. throw your honey bunches of oat away and get a kimchi for breakfast. I mean, you can get like, like Thai curries, just mm-hmm. like little cans, just pop them, pop, uh-huh. pop, pop. Ooh, get frozen dumplings. Oh, I got frozen yeah. Xiaolong Bao and I steamed them in my house and they were delicious. Ugh, go off. Delicious. Go off, uh, Keith. I will say the only thing that's hard <laughs> about the freezer section is that you, you've never heard of any of the brands, right? So you like, yeah. I know that I if I'm going to buy a heated pocket food, I'm going to get hot pockets over lean pockets yeah. or something similar, right? But I don't know anything no. about the literally hundreds <laughs> of different dumpling brands in the frozen section. I remember there was you like try one out. a whole, I mean, I tried several out and I don't think I learned anything except they were all delicious. Yeah. <laughs> except that I guess it didn't matter. They were all good. Right. And the seafood sometimes is like, I don't know what part of the ocean this is from, but I've never seen this before. <laughs> this is new. The back... <laughs> the yeah, the seafood section is a full-on aquarium. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> they have so many sea creatures and like and then they they have so many like just there's so much beef, there's so much stuff. It's awesome. It's oh, so great. Good advice, Miles. It's good advice. Hey, thanks, Ned. And I appreciate yeah, I appreciate the shout out you yeah, gave for the shirt earlier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thanks for listening to another episode of The Tripod. Be sure to subscribe, rate us five stars. It helps other people discover the show. And hey, 
Join our fan community at patreon.com slash try guys. We got bonus episodes, bonus clips there. You got early access, all sorts Exclusive of stuff. Exclusive mugs. What's that? <laughs> exclusive mugs. Exclusive mugs. That's true. You get uh, an exclusive mug only available on patreon.com slash try guys. Mm. And Collect all four. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> the Miles Nation merch is officially mm-hmm. out. Yeah! Support it. Become part of a nation. Show your support. <laughs> Hashtag prove yes. him wrong. Dab on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no, no need. No need. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Very reasonable estimate. Yeah, uh, uh, probably. Yeah, pr- yeah. yeah. Go I'll ahead. Be ha- I'll be Go happy ahead. if we sell 10. Prove <laughs> 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 me wrong. <laughs> Get it before it sells out at tryguys.com. Mm-hmm. Keep... Hit us with the official Tripod theme song. It's a shirt you can wear outside. <laughs> you can get it at tryguys.com. It's uh, got a design. Under the design, it says Miles Noshon. Buy the t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> it's available at tryguys.com. The tripod. Until next time, stay beautiful.